I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, Pants is going to take a little holiday break. That's right. We too need a little R&R, right, Kate? Just a little tiny rest, a refresh. Yeah, we don't want to leave you. It's like we have to leave you sometimes. But listen, we're going to- so we come we're, banging back. In we're we're going to yeah. play you one of our favorite episodes from 2021. Which is crazy. We have so many episodes now, we actually have a catalog. Kate, can you believe it? We're digging I've, back. We're digging way I've, back to 2021. I feel like we're Macy's. Huh? Macy's with the catalogs. I've never had a catalog. Interesting. More like a music catalog. Never had one of like a music catalog either. So this is a Q&A. We thought it was great. We probably haven't changed at all. So it'll feel like a brand new episode. <laughs> but we love hearing from you all. Doing Q&As is one of our favorites. And we don't want you to stop calling in with questions, comments. We're going to Whatever get to, to all say. of them, we promise. And for anyone who doesn't have that number that you can call in anytime you want, it is 323 Five seven seven four six zero six, and we hope you all have a lovely holiday. Pants. How was your soup? It was great. It was a little. I always find that if I have to eat quickly, I don't obviously enjoy it as much as I would if I just was really concentrating on what I was eating. But I, I had so many errands to run. I ran in the door. I set up all my podcast stuff. And I was like, oh, I have soup. And I heated it up. And you and I just went over like business. Mm -hmm. So I, was, I didn't really taste it. But I feel better. I thought it was, I was because hungry. it was a few days old. Maybe you didn't like it as much. No, no, no. Do you know what I did? Because my girlfriend's out of town for like three weeks. I went to the grocery store where they make amazing soups this one certain grocery store and I got like five giant things of soup and that's what I've been eating soup and salad the whole first week I haven't worried about food once I haven't been like oh I gotta go blah, blah, blah. or I gotta figure out I just like I'm like oh and I heat up half the thing you know what I did today what I got my booster and my flu shot I know one in each arm and the funny of it is 
the arm where I got the flu shot is very sore. Like I can barely raise it when I got the flu shot. I'm not saying yeah. that to, you know, scare anyone from getting the flu shot. Please get the flu shot. But, you know, you hear, oh, you get the booster and your arm hurts. Well, guess what? I'm reverse. I got my flu shot like two, three months ago. Was your arm and it sore? Kills. Yeah, it hurts. So sore. And I'm going to get my booster, I think, next week. I couldn't, I didn't have the guts to do it on the same day. I was like, I don't need to. They say it's not a that shitty. I know. I, I know, but I'm sensitive. To quote Succession, I was just going full nut nut. I was yeah. like, let's just get it done. And I didn't want to wait in another line either. Just like, let's bang it out and get it over with. I understand that. Um, like, if you have the guts, go for it. Yeah. And also, I we planned it. So, okay. So, if, you know, you feel any sort of side effects, you have the weekend just to relax and. Take right. it easy and not be accountable to anything. Or anyone. Or anyone, more importantly. Are you okay? Ugh. I'm okay. No, I was just thinking about next week. If I get mine, I'm alone. It's awful. Oh, Christ. You're going to be fine. What are you so no, scared I know. about? It's just, it's not fun to be, feel sick when you're alone. It sucks. Have you never been single? Yes, I have, Kate. I've been <laughs> what are you talking about? It's scary to be sick, sick when you're single. alone. Funny, when I'm sick, all I want to do is be left alone. Oh, I like if someone like makes me things I need. Yeah, but then leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Well, but or just the fear of like, oh God, what if I need to oh, go to the hospital or what? I know. Wow. 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 You what? really get dar- you really get dark in it. It's a fucking shot. It's fear. I'm not saying that's going to happen to me. I'm saying if I were alone, I'd have to go, you know, knock on Pedro's door and like, do you remember when I fell from the tree? Mm -hmm. You know what you do if this happens? You call me and I get in my car and I drive to your home. Yeah. And I take you to where you have to go. The housekeeper was here that day. She like picked me up and drove me to the hospital. Because I was single back then. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Well, I there you go. So I wasn't. I was still living. I wasn't living. <laughs> we weren't living together. <laughs> I forgot you got walloped out of a tree. Uh, I forgot about that. I just like knowing there are people around. There are people around. You just have to shoot a text or call. You know, it's funny, Alicia. That's true. For the girl who loves to swear that her internet's amazing, you're pixelated. I don't know what you, why you have this like, personal like stop vendetta motion animation. My, That's what you look I, like right now on my, on my, on my computer. If you would like the number to Spectrum. I don't. And to get on the phone with them and ask them why, uh-uh. you're more than welcome to. No. In fact, I don't even you know. You act like I invented the inter- internet. If we have internet, Spectrum, I want to cancel it because your internet service really concerns me. I should call. I should, you know, what you, you can do with these companies is if you call and bitch. Or and you threaten to leave. All of a sudden they're like, or you've threatened to That's leave. That's what you say. I'm going to go to blah, blah. And then I know, they, but do you know the last thing I want to do today is, is call Spectrum? I, listen, I don't blame you. I never want to call these people. <sighs> never. So I apologize. I don't know what to do. You're okay now. They're okay. okay. It was for the, maybe the first 10 minutes you were on. So oh, there goes Alicia. There she goes. <laughs> Where is she going? Where is she going? Have you started Get Back yet? No, I just saw oh. you for dinner last night. 
And you have, I and thought maybe I you'd wake up and want to have a cozy morning with, with the oh, Beatles. I had, I had one of those mornings where I had, um, you know, things to do. Like I have to like get my papers together for the tax guy. Fun. And I have to like, I had, you know, dumb things. Who cares? Maybe what a you can boring start it tomorrow so we can talk about it. Today. I really, really want you to watch this. So I we will can talk watch about it. it. I'm excited to watch it. I'm really, really excited to watch it. I feel like it. I just love that you just discovered the Beatles. I just discovered the Beatles. <laughs> it's like every time I see you're like, have you heard about the Beatles? Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, we've all had our Beatles moment. I when know we who the Beatles are. Anywhere and I from like, like their music. 16 to 25. But I didn't have any emotional attachment towards them. Yeah, I can acknowledge they're amazing musicians, but I didn't care. And right. now after watching this, I'm like, I'm in love with all of you. That's, That's how the thing about the Beatles, though. Like you have to like, in order to love them, you have to kind of know them and well, then you get into their music and also how they wrote music and their chords and their, all of you're it. you're going to fucking genius. love this documentary. You're yeah. watching them cre- create these iconic songs, just yeah. like, you know, fiddling on the, on the guitar. And it's so funny for someone who's not a big music person like you, like you really love music documentaries. Love a documentary. You like the, you like the making of... I do and you like the reasons behind? I do. But you just don't want to go to a concert. <laughs> I don't dislike music. I don't. No, I'm like not saying you dislike concerts, it. You just aren't, and that's totally different. But I like music. But that's a big part of it. Not to me. It's not. It's not like a big I watched part. the the Alanis documentary. I, you were who told right. You to it was watch fantastic. That? Who told you? To I know. Watch it? It was, I just said you were right. It was fantastic. Um. But what I found interesting is the whole thing is about the making of and her story yeah. and, you know, every, all the behind the scenes, everything we wanted to know. Yeah. And that's what you like. But if I were to, if she were still, you know, performing and I was like, let's go see Alanis, you'd be like, no. No. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that's the part. That's the rub for me. <laughs> okay. It only goes so far. I want to listen to it loud. Maybe I put some headphones on to really feel it. And that to me is far more satisfying than standing up in a crowd, watching it live. But that's there's me. nothing like watching it live. That's I the know, but best you know, part about it. I you get me, to hear them recreate but, what you've heard on a record. You're like, oh, they're actually. I can respect that. I fully respect it. But for me, it's different. I I don't. That's the not, energy of the crowd, all of it. Important like, to me. And apparently, it wasn't important to the Beatles either because they stopped playing live shows. Well, they couldn't hear themselves. That and the they were, um, yeah, the touring. There was a couple of reasons why. I think their safety. I at wonder one if point, someone will come along that will make you want to go. I wonder before you're too old to to go to a concert. I haven't been to a concert in ages. I know, but I'm saying maybe there's, maybe someone's going to come along that you're going to feel the urge to like. If CSS comes to LA. Well, that. I would love to see CSS play. And I'm not (laughs) saying that because I'm married to one of them. I'm saying it because I actually (laughs) like their music, but I I feel like if you didn't go, you would just be a giant asshole. No, but I would be genuinely enthusiastic about that. Well, good. I'd be mad at you if you weren't. Oh my God. What do you take me for? Um, no, I'm saying with music. I just want to talk about the documentary of Get Back. I don't want to talk 
about my about my hindrances with live concert venues. Well, I can't. Okay, I have to watch it. So I really maybe... need you to watch this, and I need to tell. Okay. I need you to tell me who you feel most connected to. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna. How about I do that? Um, I really want you to do, do this for me. How about I do that tomorrow morning? Would you please? I'll just bang the whole thing out. All right. My birthday's coming up. Just do it for my birthday because I really want to talk to you you about it because I don't have anyone else to talk about this with. Okay. I used to have the best Beatles t-shirt. What happened to it? I was, I had it when I was like 20. I wore it for years. What'd you do to it? I have so many pictures of me in it. Do you think it just disintegrated or? I bought it vintage too. No, you know how you just like get rid of things. But when I see those pictures, I'm like, oh, wish I had that t-shirt. Right. But now you would die over this shirt. Um, oh, it's just so good. So good. So good. Peter Jackson is going to get nominated for this, and he should, because it's brilliant what he did. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Really, maybe we, well, maybe after the holidays, we can, oh no, because we're going to do recaps, so now we can't talk about. But maybe people don't want to hear us talking about it. <clears throat> maybe you just want to talk about it with me. Listen, anyone maybe who's, anyone, anyone who's oh. left listening today, I'm telling you right now, do yourself a favor and watch um, the Get Back documentary about the Beatles on Disney+. Plus. Now, if you don't have Disney+, Plus, I get it. Just subscribe, watch it, and then cancel it. It's that. It's, it's worth it. It's really worth it. I'm telling you. It's fascinating. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Rocket money. I used rocket money again last week. How many? Are you okay? I don't know. You have I a get lot these, of subscriptions you forget I know. about. You know what it is? Because I get these apps and you have to pay for everything you get these days. And I think, all right, well, I'll use this for a few days but and I'll cancel it. But I forget. And, and you, you have forget to have every your... week that you forgot last week. Yes. Thank God you have rocket money. Before I started using rocket money myself, I thought I had about like, I don't know, six subscriptions. No, Kate, I had like 15 15? Yes. I was like, clear it, clear it, clear it, get rid of it. And Rocket Money is like, we have your back. Because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can start to grow your savings. Plus, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pants. That's rocketmoney.com slash pants. Say it, Kate. That's rocketmoney.com slash pants. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you interested ever in going somewhere snowy? I think I've talked about this before, but it's starting to hit me again. I am going to see my friend Heather on the 13th in a snowy town. I'm very excited about it. 
And it's, it, I just got thinking again, like, why don't we ever rent a cabin or like, why don't we ever rent a cabin? I love I don't snowy know. places. It's like, we're just like stuck in LA. We just like, we stay here and I'm like, we could just drive to a snowy mountain well, town. that's dumb because there's snowy mountains an hour away. We could go to that's Big Bear, Arrowhead, Crestline. If you really want to schlep, we go to Tahoe. <laughs> but seriously, why don't we do that? I, that's what I'm asking well, you. Let's do it. I think so. I'll let you know when I'm back. What do you um, want to do in this? How it was. What do you want to do in this snowy mountain What's town? great is though, she's like, don't worry, I have a bunch of coats here and I don't have to really pack for what the weather. What do you want to do in the snowy mountain town? I, well, I left a sled. I love a sled. And I know I you think, think that I grew up with, um, well, I, we've talked about that. With a sad childhood, but I did manage <laughs> to sled in Philly. I found okay, ways well, to do it. Yeah, there's nothing more fun than a toboggan or yeah. like a, a tire, I, the inside of a tire, an inner tube. We just had a plastic thing and we would shoot down the hill. Yeah, but um, I would love to do that. I would love to light a giant fire yep. in a big, big fireplace and then play games, like card games. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds really silly, but sounds fun. Or like a Monopoly game that never mm-hmm. ends. Mm-hmm. Um. Like cooking together and then watching something on TV, then it's going back out and sledding and then Making like going to the local toddies, bar. Sitting by the fire. And watching like a funny karaoke night. Let's with, go. Like, I can live without the karaoke night, but let's a go. A small brewery. Let's go. Like, let's do it. Yeah. I want all those cold, chilly things. Is this something that's only popped into your mind in the last, I saw you last night. So what, in the last 12 hours? No, I have little like trickles of thoughts and then I forget to bring them up. And then when we're talking like for an hour, I'm like, oh. Sounds like fun. You know who really, you know who likes the snow? Mo. Mo likes the snow. Yeah. And she's super so cute banjo. and she's super cute in the snow. And she has a really cute sweater that she can wear if she goes out into the snow. Exactly. See? Let's go. What Let's would do you want to do in this? What would you want to do? I mean, I think we need to plan it. I don't think we can just like pick up tomorrow and go. Um, you rent. A, well, I mean, it's not that hard either. You find a cabin. You air. You I know, rent but I'm, I think they're probably rented. The good ones. Well, certainly during the holiday season, that's yeah. done. But who wants to travel during that time anyway? Um, it would, it's better after the holiday because you avoid the crowd. Um, but along the same lines, sledding, <laughs> hot chocolate, cooking, fire, games. Maybe that particular house has a pool table. That would make me happy. Um, really? Okay. And that's kind of it. Have the dogs right. run around. What if it was, Great. what if there was like a lake? Would you go ice skating? Yeah. Or too scary? No, I used to love ice skating. Okay. I haven't right. done it These in like probably over These 20 years, thoughts. but I like it. One thing I don't have an interest to do, and I'm telling you this right now, is I have no desire to snowboard or ski. No, me either. I'm, okay, I'm done. I'm, I, Those I'm years are over. Are you, are you a person who goes on like Zillow and Redfin and all that and just... Do you do the funny thing where you fantasize about different places to live? Um, you mean in different states? 
Yeah. Like my, one of my morning rituals is like, I put in and I'll like read about a <laughs> town or a city people are moving to. And I'm like interested. And then I'll Wikipedia. And then I look at the pictures of the town. And then, I, and then the third thing I do is I click, click it into Zillow and I start looking at houses. And then I'm like, huh. No, and I imagine I living at, there. I look at Zillow and Redfin for for things that I think okay. In like a couple of years, I'm gonna. I plan on doing that. Oh, I'm starting to look at towns and cities that are because you and I have talked about this, like global warming, mm-hmm. and like I'm looking like like the northern part of the hemisphere, and I'm like all those like where like where you, you know on the board the border of like Canada, a little bit lower. Michigan. Like I was looking at Idaho. I was yeah, like Michigan. I've looked a lot in Michigan, Montana. I was looking at Idaho this morning, and then I just picture like, what if you bought a house there? And then you know, and this is what brought the snow thing into my head because I was like, oh, right, right. There's it's like a cold. It's cold, and but this is great. This is what you want. Is like the the earth heats up, right? Like you got to go north. So it's like mm-hmm. I was just imagining. I was in. I was in this morning. Uh, I was living in Boise. That's where I was. How was Boise? It's adorable. Yeah. I've toured, you know, a lot of these cities and I'm like, I wonder what it looks like now. Like I remember touring through Boise and it was so cute. Like downtown there were these, um, and this is like a good, like eight years ago, but the downtown part had the most amazing restaurants and it had so much charm and we were all like, whoa, Boise, huh? Like we were like, and now it's one of the, it's like the top four most popular places to move to. I have a friend who lives in Boise. Who? My friend Gretchen, who I went to school with. Hmm. Her and her family lived there. Yeah. It's anyway, not, it's also, wondering. it's how far is it from where we are? Oh, it's an airplane. Is it? It's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of people from like Washington are moving there and right. Portland. Because that's it's next it, to it's it, next to Washington and Oregon. Yeah, isn't it's it? like it's um sort of it's, it's north just to the right or, of yeah, them. Yeah, Seattle and Portland. Like they're right, right. it's the new yeah, you know it's to the there's r- a bunch of them. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of them. You can like every day they're like another popular city. Anyway, it's fun. I go through these fantasies. I was just wondering if you did that. It's really fun. You I just like I kind of stick to imagine. it. In a real. I don't. Pl- yeah, I don't play the imagine game. I just think no. I oh. want that to be my reality in three years. So let's bookmark that one. Mm. Problem is, you have to like come up with a whole new life. Like if I move to Boise, right? You gotta make some new friends. You got to find your new resources. How the you better hell find do you a do new that? Hairdresser, yeah. everything. everything else. But you know, are we going to live here forever? You like to talk about this. I feel like we've talked I about do? this before. Yeah. And okay. I, my Sorry. honest answer is I don't know. Okay. I won't, I won't bring it up anymore. No, no, you can bring it up. I'm just saying you've brought this up in the past. Like, I feel like you think about this more than I you do. let on. I do. I think about it all the time. <laughs> and it, maybe it's a sign that you don't like it here if you keep bringing it up. No, I it love up. it here. I love it here. I just go through moments where, but then it probably, you know what it probably is, is go, you know, I need to travel more. Like, just go, go visit. I don't have to move there. Well, you're going to go visit Heather next week or the week after. Exactly. So maybe you'll get a little out of your system. I will. Um, and then I'll be so happy to come home. Yeah. Now, I've lived in L.A. Um, almost 30 years. So, I, you, I mean, it's not that I don't like it here. That would be weird. 
I really want you to watch the Get Back documentary. Oh, my I really, Lord. really, like really want to talk about this with you. Okay. Sorry. I totally segued. No, but I know. You weren't I, interested. I've just been alone. Okay. I've been alone in this in this place of thinking that's one of the best things I've seen in ages. And, you know, I, Anna and I watched it together. And outside of Anna, I don't have anyone to talk to about this. And I really okay. want to talk about it. I promise you I'll watch it. All right. Should we take questions? Yeah. Hey, Kate and Leisha. It's Davey and Carly. Uh, we talked to you on our looped call for a brief moment. We're the couple building an A-frame uh, in North Carolina, but currently living in Santa Monica. Um, and we just wanted to say, we got cut off then, but we're going to say thank you. Uh, we're big fans. And obviously, each of you have played a very important uh point in our lives, just being the icons that you are. But we're, our question is, when we told you we lived in Santa Monica, you you asked why, and we seemed to not understand why one would want to. And we got cut off, so we were wondering, what is it about Santa Monica that you would not want to live in? I don't dislike so, Santa oh, Monica. Oh, so Santa Monica. I like, I have well, family, I, my family lived in Santa Monica when I was a kid. I like Santa Monica. It's very, um, it's so pretty over there. It feels safe. It feels um, cozy. I like it there. I have no negative feelings towards Santa Monica. I don't spend much time over there because it's the West Side and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's LA is so vast. It's hard to get to different areas. So once you're on the West side, you kind of live on the West side. But, um, when I go over there, I like it. Yeah. I think that's basically what we mean by that. Yeah. It's like, it seems so far it is. to where we live well, that you're like, like, add traffic why would into you live it? Way out yeah. But if you live out there and that's where your world is, it's great. It's gorgeous. So I don't know why we took it personally. Like, why do you live so far maybe, away from us? Yeah. Or no, I don't. Uh, well, maybe they, I, I don't think you meant it in, in a negative judgmental way that maybe they. No. Maybe they took it because that wasn't the case. It was. Well, if we responded like, why do you live there? That sounds like it, it does sound judgmental. Yeah. I like it over there. I am always a little bit curious why people live by the beach. It's the West but it's Side. It's only because I don't. I just don't. I didn't grow up around water or an ocean. So to me, it's just. It's like this I think novelty. it's the pace I as well. Really... I feel like the pace on the west side is a bit slower. It's less, a little more easygoing. I mean, that that's, sounds uh, great. That's the impression I get, at least. Like when you go to Venice, for instance, even though you have the fancy shops and people in their expensive outfits, still like there's sort of this laid back sort of beachy feel. Well, that's um, like Malibu. Malibu is sort of similar, but I'm saying more like walking areas, right? Like... Venice and, and Santa Monica as well. It's just like, uh, it just seems a little more easygoing. It's a little slower. I mean, that sounds great. It might be something we should look into. I was, when I was running my errands this morning, I was like in fight or flight. And really? I was like, Leisha. Why were you in you such need a to rush? Calm down. I don't know. Well, one, I had to get back to do this, but uh, I was like, what is this stress level? Like, yeah, it's errands on a Friday for God's I, sake. I know. But I was, you would have thought I was just like being chased. Maybe um, we could get some sort of commune in Santa Monica. I don't, first of all, I don't think we'd be able to afford that. No, it sounds very expensive. Not. It is very expensive. 
But why don't tag us in your A-frame pictures? Yeah, I like along? an A-frame house. That's for sure. I want to see. I want to see what this thing looks like. All right. What else we have? Hey, Kate and Alicia. Uh, I'm Annie from Philadelphia. Love your podcast. Uh, I've been a fan of the L word since I was a teenager. Uh, so I'm 33 now. Uh, it's been a long time since I've dated at all. And my last relationship was pretty toxic and they ended up ghosting me. But recently I started talking to someone new. Uh, we're around the same age and we have some cool things in common. So conversations are always really good. They made this wild claim that every first date they have had with another lesbian has always been amazing. They've never had a bad date. And then they just get ghosted immediately by whoever. I said to them, well, what if I took you on a terrible date and didn't ghost you? She said yes. So not thinking that would work at all, I'm wondering what would be a good bad date or even a good first date in general. Being ghosted, this is a new thing, isn't it? Where people are just, they, they, they can't muster up the courage to just address the person directly so they disappear. I think so. Yeah, it seems like it. Oh, God, it doesn't get worse. It sounds like. Have you been ghosted? Bottom of the barrel. I have not been ghosted. Mm -mm. No, I don't want to be. I I hope. I hope. Yeah. mm -mm, Hasn't happened. Unless I think there have been things where I'm like trying to get a hold of someone and they don't call back. (laughs) (laughs) It crosses your mind. So maybe that. But it's not personal. It's like a. Like a. I don't know, like a business thing or something. I yeah, maybe I have, Kate. Maybe I have been ghosted. Hey, Alicia, and I just you know what? Maybe I have. Right I'm just it's not uh, it's not registering with me either. But um, ugh. Well, I would. Here are some things that I would consider to be a horrible date. Like only I learned this from my parents when I was first dating in high school. They refused for anybody to honk outside. For me to come out and get in the car, like oh, the I person like always had to come in. Oh, and, I like that. You know, Robert and Jane were said talk. no. Yeah, Jane no, and Robert were no, like no, no. honking. Like, they were like, "That's the worst." It's rude. It's well, it's rude. It's disrespectful. Yeah. It's um, come in and say hello to the parents. Uh, yeah, also a little shady. Well, like, what do you, you know, what, what I mean? Hiding? Like, come in, you say hi to everybody, and you sit down for a minute, and you don't. You, my, know. you know what my dad didn't like? My dad didn't like when. He was turned off by when I introduced him to someone, if that person didn't stand up to shake his hand. Oh. Like, just yeah. stand up and say hello. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. So I would start off as a bad date. I would honk outside on the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you would do? No. She said, what's a bad date? I'm like describing what she could do. Well, considering she's from Philly. Alicia loves to laugh that when every time we, we meet people who are from Philly, I ask where they're from because... No, everyone th- does it. All of you do it. All yeah. you talk about is where are you from? street where you corners. Live? Yeah, because we, we know fucking oh, street corners. Oh, I'm on corners. the corner of da-da-da and da-da-da. Yeah. And then yeah. you all get so well, excited. And then, um, t- it's so funny. It's, it is. But because she's in Philly, it's a walking city. So that's the beauty of it. Maybe there's not a car involved. If she's in Center City, I hope there's not a car involved. That's a very expensive parking. Um, she could yell up to the window. Yeah, you could do hey! that. Hey! Yo! Yeah. Um, I'd say, why don't you go to, um, I'm just going to be selfish and name two places that I love. Um, you could go to the Mutter Museum. 
Oh, you're going full Philly right now. I am. Well, she's, well, what am I going to send her someplace in Virginia? Like she's in Philly. I'm sure the girl in question also okay, lives nearby. Okay, but I'm nearby. not going to know anything you're talking I'm, about. I, I'm okay, just, go I'm ahead. I'm just tossing it out there. I'd say go to the Mutter these Museum. These are bad ideas? No, these I are my giving... good ideas. These are. That's not what she's asking for. No, she said good or bad. What's a bad date oh, or what's a good right. date? She wants advice, so I'm giving it to her. Mutter okay. Museum for the third time. Super great museum. Uh, it's a it's a medical history museum. So yeah, it's a uh, so you learn about all the medical procedures throughout the centuries. Um, fascinating. Or and when or and or go to the Reading Terminal and walk around and like taste different foods and endless entertainment and stimulation there because there are all these different stands with different cuisines and. If you come to Philly with me, Leisha, I'll take you on a date to the Mutter Museum and to Reading Terminal. Great. Um, do you have a bad idea? Philly, Philly-centric? Like an open mic night at a coffee Oof, shop? Sounds deadly. It would be bad. Um, I used to play a lot of those, so I can... A karaoke can bar sounds like my idea of hell. A really um, testosterone-filled straight bar would be... Oh, there's a lot of them in Philly. Pretty horrible. You can go go to like an Eagle fans bar, have a great time. Um, Nothing against the Eagles, though. No, try, no, no. But there's a, there. That's a yeah, certain. Yeah, you got to be careful, there, especially there, as a. It's a certain breed Philly of a person. fan where you know what you're what you said. Yeah, I don't know. I just gave you two good ideas. I don't have I any bad ones. I think a hot ones. air balloon ride would be on my top ten. Don't, don't do ever list. take me on that. Okay. Because a lot they they could go horribly wrong. True. I don't know where you get um, that in Philly, though. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You sound really serious today. Uh, I'm not. I'm tired. I got two shots in each arm. Oh, it's the shot. T- I am a little tired. I don't feel like hell. I'm just a little tired. Hi, Kate and Lisa. My name is Lucy, and I have my girlfriend Trish here, and we're from Toronto, Canada, and we have a question. We want your advice how to come out to our families and not in a we are gay way but in a there is 20 years between us way <laughs> that's right we're in an age gap relationship which we are totally comfortable with but are nervous about how our families are going to react it's also been causing us both a lot of stress especially for the older one of us we're worried of what people are going to say and what they might do we'd love to know your thoughts on how we can best approach our families with this because we love each other so much and we don't plan on being apart anytime soon we love the show and the revamp. Thank you so much, Trish and Lucy. I mean, if you're happy yeah, and your I family sees that everything. you're being happy, then that should be enough. If their children are happy, then that's all you want. At least that's how I would approach it if yeah, I was a parent. Yeah, that's all that matters. I've never, I mean, who cares what I think, but I've never, at age gaps, uh, I, I never think they're a problem. I don't either. My parents had a big age gap. Yeah, I know the most successful marriages that are. Yeah, t- I mean, one is twenty five years apart. I wouldn't worry. One about One is it. eighteen years apart. I wouldn't worry yeah, about I it so much. Yeah, I think if they, if like Kate said, if they see that you're happy, that you're both happy, and you're treating each other well, and you're committed, and what what do they have to be upset about? Just go in with full confidence. And if they have issue with it, I can tell you right now, they will get over it. Yeah, that one seems pretty get overable. And if they have issue with it, that's kind of their problem and not yours. And you just have to let them siphon it out of their system. Hi, Kate and Lisa. My name is Nicole and I'm from Vancouver. 
In a strange way, I feel like I've known you my whole life. My mom was an actor on The L Word during the third season. What? She played Carmen's aunt and had a few scenes with you, Kate, when <laughs> Carmen's family forced Shane to wear the dress for the quinceanera. Get out. Anyway, ever since I was young, my mom would always tell people that she was on The L Word, and I had no idea what that show was about until I discovered that I was gay many years later. Ironically enough, she still doesn't know I'm gay. I'm a little hesitant to tell her because I feel like um, she's going to think of me in a different way, and it's hard to know that some things might change a little between us. All that to say, my question to you is, have you ever felt a time where you were revealing any part of yourself to someone and unsure of how they'd react or how your relationship with that person would be from then on? Or are you two literally just badasses and don't care what people think of you? Uh, anyways, thanks so much. Bye. Oh, my God. She sounds so sweet. I would love to be that person who says, yeah, I could care less what the ramifications are, but that's not human or honest. Well, I mean, I can't be farther from that truth. Like, I, uh, I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've had the people pleasing disease love, my what, whole life. What a full circle moment. So her, wait, let me get this straight. Her mom was on the show and played, in season three, and played was one of in a lot of your scenes, uh, mm -hmm. relatives, family. and was in the quinceanera scene. That was a fun day right. at work. Actually, that was a, we had a really fun day at work. I remember that day fondly. Can um, I tell you something about my mom? Like, because I came out to my mom first, but and I made her tell my dad and sister because I got whipped out. It was too hard for me. Um, but my parents are the most gay friendly. I, I grew up around um, my parents' best friends are still like the closest family members to to our family. Um, my mom's best friend was a lesbian and then um, Jay and Tim were her best friends who I grew up in theater with. And I, I just, they, they were just, they showed me nothing but we're a loving, supportive uh, family to the gay community my whole entire life since I was a kid. Yet when I had to come out to my mom, I thought, uh oh, but I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one that it all changes. Right. But it didn't. And, and, and so I, all the fear that I had was just completely my own. And it's probably similar to what you're feeling because I don't think your mom would even be on the L word if she was somebody who had a problem with it or. Yeah. It sounds like she's, she was proud really to have uh, been part of the show all these years later, which is adorable. So that could really. I'm guessing you're going to have a really great turnout. I think, I think maybe you, this might be a bit of projection on your part. You're a little fearful about the reaction and like that big moment that you're going to have to address and you're bringing it up. But um, everything, at the end of the day, everything just works out. There's a, some, some it, it will work out. It will even itself out. I bet your mom's going to be really excited. Yeah. You could have the scene playing in the background. <laughs> no, actually, I think there was a scene further... In that season where Carmen comes out to her family, I don't know if your mom was in that or not. Um, just play that and be like, Mom, I have something to tell you and play that. Yeah. Make it a production. Yeah. <laughs> print out the sides. Transcribe the, the scene sides, and print out the sides and be like, Mom, I want you to play this oh, and I'm going to play Carmen and go. Oh, that's good, Kate. Yeah. She'll get a kick out of it. Make it fun. It doesn't have to Make be heavy. It, it doesn't have to be heavy. I'm sure tears will eventually come up, but you don't that. need to start it at that place. Like, you know, make it fun. Laugh. 
Hi, Alicia and Kate. Um, I was calling because I had a question in regards to um, a situation with my wife and I. My name is Brooke, and the situation I'm in is I became really good friends with her friend, and her friend and her kind of started to just kind of fall out of being friends, and she and I got close. Um, we got a little too close emotionally and had, like, an emotional affair, but now my wife is saying, obviously, that she wants me to have nothing to do with her anymore, that I am not to see her or talk to her, and she's our neighbor and friend, the mother of our kids' friends. So it's a little difficult. Um, and it's hard because I didn't cross any physical boundaries, but I did, you know, cross the emotional boundary. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on emotional affairs, or what are your thoughts on not being able to be friends with someone that you possibly had a connection with? Uh, um, I appreciate your advice. Thank you. I'm going to be honest. I think emotional <laughs> affairs are a thousand times worse than physical I've affairs. Been, yeah, I've been destroyed by they, someone I was with having one of those. They destroyed. are dangerous. Don't underestimate them. And it, it's... Especially with women. I mean, yes. that's where it all starts, right? Yep. It's a slippery slope. But it is rough if your kids are friends. And I mean, the fact that she lives next door, you can get around. But the kids, that's hard. I mean, right? and also, if friends, it, they it, won't did, understand. Wait, didn't she just say that her that her wife is a little sus uh, suspect now of? Well, she. I mean, how could you not be? She was like, understandably, this is how my wife feels. Right. I And that's. Okay, I did hear that correctly because I, I don't fault your wife at all. I'd feel the same way. Um, I'm sure, like, I would just think, like, if if you guys have worked through that moment, um, yeah, maybe it's best that you don't bring her back around. Yeah, there's... Because the fact that you got through that is pretty telling. Like, that's... that I give you both a lot of props for that and one. And it's time, I think, probably to retransition that friendship you have with this person into something else because if it's going to stay on that level it's well like what like you're it's dangerous territory no but what would you what do you mean transition into like, something else take some space distance oh you yeah know, just yeah, let yeah, it transition yeah. into what it's supposed to be and maybe it's it's something you can laugh about or maybe it's something that you grow distant from and you realize that was just a moment in time this person isn't really in my close coterie of friends, whatever, but you need that, you need that healing, you need that healing time. Yeah, I guess it's that's dangerous. a good thing. Like give it space, like think of it more like that instead of this permanent cutoff, mm -hmm. just to see where, where it goes, how everyone feels. Yeah. Cause then there's a trust thing and you know, you are married and, and, and you break that trust. You're, it's done. <laughs> you don't have trust. I mean, what are you going to do? Nothing is worse than not trusting it's, the person you're with. It's a hard thing to rebuild. Nothing is worse. A lot of therapy. And it's still no guarantee that it's going to get any better. How are you feeling, by the way, at the end of this podcast? Are you like half dead? Huh? The shots. How do are I they, feel? Yeah. Just in this hour that's gone by, are you worse for the wear? No, no, no. Oh, I'm okay. a little tired. My, my left arm is very sore. So but, the same I mean, as an hour ago. You know, it's like I got to do my part. Anyway, I'll call you after this. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley. 
Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.